This afternoon, the Creation Podcast comes to you from rehearsals uh, for Wind in the Willows. Um, I'm joined by Tristan. Hello. Who is the uh, director for Wind in the Willows and also artistic director? I am. Of Cheryl Theatre Company. Without the question mark, usually. <laughs> <Yeah>, no, we <laughs> used to guess other people's job titles. It's just the worst thing. It's like, they yeah. also work here. Artistic <laughs> director. I know that you direct. Just sure. depends what people's words are. Um, so, we are uh, outside, but who is inside the rehearsal room today? Yeah, so our young cast, seven of our young cast, and our movement director, Suzette Watson, who is doing some amazing weasel and rabbit based choreography with them this afternoon they're so amazing they're like little sponges Lucy and I popped in just to sort of say hello to everyone and you watch them go through a dance sequence it's like they must have been doing this for a couple of days and they, but they haven't they've just learnt it then yeah. and then off they go I guess you're minutes. like vigorous <laughs> training this is true I mean <laughs> many of the young people in the show have done many shows with, with us with Cheryl Theatre Company before so, um, but I think one thing that always unifies them is that we don't we don't really take any prisoners uh, <laughs> or any nonsense. We kind of, especially Suzette, she's very disciplined and they know what's expected of them, really, and they really like to be challenged. Um, sponges is a good word. They yeah. kind of work with us to soak up as much as they can from the people they work with, and I think they're very excited to meet a whole host of new creation actors. Yeah, new this people, show. yeah. So this, um, so this is our sort of third year um, for creation in Banbury, but it's the first year where we're teaming up with Chobar Theatre Company. And confusing because we use the same acronym. There's yeah. two CTC in all the documents confusing um, or perfect <laughs> or maybe it was meant perfect to be um, yeah so um, so for the kind of creation listeners who might not know um, who CTC are like what's the, give us the potted history like what's the mission what's yeah, the so I've the just ethos. been doing this on lots of funding hooray then you're going to be, be right married, in my head. full of jargon no one will know what you're talking about here we go yeah but within a hundred or so characters okay. um, <laughs> so CTC we've been making work in Banbury since 2004 uh, I've been artistic director since 2014 um, but have long admired the company um, and we kind of work we're a youth-focused organisation, so every project we do, we do always have has young people right at the heart of it. So whether that's our Christmas productions, um, where, which combine professional actors and a professional um, director and design team with uh, usually kind of 30-plus young people. This is a very condensed, smaller <laughs> kind of project uh, for us, in a sense. Um, to, but then throughout the year, we run a, a thriving youth theatre. We have uh, take young people from the age of 12, um, and so we have a group of 12 to 16 year olds uh, who are fantastic they're working on a murder mystery at the moment which is very exciting which we're doing at um, Little Amsterdam so murder with some pancakes that's going to be perfect really nice. combo yep <laughs> and then we've got a 16 plus group um, we say 16 plus because they don't tend to leave anymore really they seem to stay with us a long time <laughs> until some of them go off to drama school which is lovely we've just had a couple start at different schools around the country uh, in September um, but yeah we're very much a learning theatre company um, and we try and work with people that really enjoy kind of the youthful energy uh, and kind of enthusiasm that our participants bring um, so as I say we're working with four new faces who aren't all new to me but are certainly new to our young cast in Wind and Willows and they're very excited to <laughs> meet some new people and like you say sponge up some craft from them yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so do they tend to be because so the sort of creation equivalent is our kind of drama club and our, um, our sort of holiday workshops and things and they, yeah. but they run from 6 to 16 so it's it's more of a kind of social activity like you know like you might have clarinet lessons or you might play yeah. basketball or something and, and so it's just a kind of um, a sort of extra string to their bow whereas 
it sounds like CTC is like a sort of it's a, a kind of route to professional training like are they are they kind of they're thinking they might be actors or they might want to be in some kind of creative industry or they're like they're just a little bit older so they're they're kind of they've got career suddenly popped up and everyone keeps saying it to them yeah in a sense yeah and we uh, many of them do um but we're always keen to say that really i think the essence of it if you if you're in banbury or banburyshire and you're just interested in theater production in any kind of sense because we also have young people who are budding writers and we have um uh, often with our shows people uh, shadow um stage management and things like that and uh, we've we've had a, a few people who have come through onto the technical side and now working professionally as lighting and sound designers which is really exciting as well um, but actually it's just a place where you can kind of be imaginative and express yourself and the content of work we do always feels very frenetic and youthful and that's kind of um, even as the people who run it get older <laughs> um, <laughs> we try and keep injecting that within so yeah and again that's a legacy that this company has that I can't take credit for mm. that I've inherited um, in that we've we have professional actors work with us frequently who have come all the way through that youth theatre, gone to drama school, and now come back because they believe it's a pos- positive thing in their community and then they, they can yeah. continue sharing that knowledge with younger people. Um, but yeah, we have loads of people who I think just like coming to muck about. Yeah. <laughs> and you're interested in, like, I think it's such an interesting um, kind of having, having sort of worked in theatre for like a few years now that when you're from the outside, so often, if I'm, I can be doing anything, I can be flyering or I can be like having a meeting about the sort of, you know, chairs or something really kind of to me mundane and someone will say, do you act? Because actually people, really the jobs are, you can be the writer or the actor and those are the, those are the job or the director, those are the jobs in theatre and I think it's such a, it kind of demystifies it if you can say, are you, are you interested? Because these are all the things you could do. You could yeah. be a stage manager. You could be, like, there are so many jobs that are connected to theatre but that don't involve, you know, standing and, and talking to everyone, which is a really interesting kind of way of opening up that industry. Yeah. So that you that you probably don't imagine those are the jobs you can do. Do you know how I define it? And because I think that's what you've hit on there, I would define it as a, a certain kind of people. Whenever I work yeah. in theatre, I'm like, these are my people. <laughs> here they you are. Know? Here they are. <laughs> yeah. They've been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. um, and you're certainly one of those people. And I, th- yeah. I think that's what you mean. Right? Yeah. That you just sort of think, oh, I don't have to. I can be interested in this yeah. without feeling like, but I don't think I want to stand up there and learn the lines and, and kind of, of do that part of it. But I'd be interested in being involved in it. I think yeah. That's a really important kind of, yeah, door that you can open for all these kind of kids who are just interested in what might that be like it's so exciting and it's great when they discover a different side I'm always really proud when we we do kind of shorter form projects sometimes like we do a play in a week every summer and we've had people who have acted with us for a long time saying do you know what I would love to have a go at being a stage manager for a week and we can bring in a professional to kind of work with them and but that's a whole other side that's open up to them um I always say I wish I wish someone had told me stage manager existed I think it's secretly, I think it mm. might actually be my dream job. You get all the stationery, get all the <laughs> scheduling, make all the tea all the time, yes, look please. after everyone, <laughs> like administer the ice packs when people fall off the stage. I think that I think it actually is the dream job. Um, but it's too late now, I should have worked it out earlier. Oh, um, I think my job is pr- a lot of that. I think uh, it is. And podcasts. That plus podcasts. Yes. Uh, here we are. Um, okay, cool. And so, as well as being the, like, the artistic director of CTC, you're also the director here we go of like what the heck are the jobs of Wind in the Willows so that kind of from running the company to just running the show um, so that's um, like 
what's that going to be like? Like, what are you expecting? What have you done so far? Where are we? Like, it what opens in... Can't be very many, like four, five, six weeks, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's very it's soon. Long. So we start kind of full rehearsals in two weeks. So we're doing a little bit of extra um, extra work with the young cast, as we always do each year, before things kick in and we bring everyone together. The, the professional actors arrive and we knuckle down to sort of three very intensive intensive weeks uh, before we open on the 8th of December um, yeah it's a really long road prepping a show like this it really is I mean uh, I've been kind of uh, ha- having meetings and discussions with all sorts of different kind of creators about this for gosh about four or five months now um, and also it's a real monster of a show there's so much in it it's a really fantastic um, adaptation I should say for any of your listeners who aren't aware um some of you may have seen this in 2014 at the North Wall. Um, yes. So this is a revival. Listen to your podcast about revivals this morning. It's fantastic. Yes. Oh ah, well, Lucy <laughs> um, is very informative about these things. Yeah, yeah. So it's a sort of it's a sort of adaptation, I guess, if you can adapt mm. something that was already an adaptation. Because um, because this mm. Making Banbury is just it has a different kind of scale to the Oxford show. So mm. we we took a script that was for eight um, sort of you know actors um, and then and then the collaboration with CTC suddenly opens up the possibility because the Banbury shows are done with four actors mm. but actually if you add in the young cast then suddenly you don't have this problem of how can Toad also play Chief Weasel because yeah. Chief Weasel's being played by two amazing young people because they have to kind of switch around because they've got stuff to do um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it sort of it sort of opens up the, the the gates really for what can we do with this show and kind of bring it back bring back the kind of the songs and the kind of the the shape of it um but it's also like totally up for grabs for kind of moving stuff and changing stuff and yeah so yeah it's an interesting process to to not really it's not as much of a straight revival I guess as the other revivals that we've done recently where you just sort of you're adapting because you're a different setting and different actors this is a different kind of setup yeah but with the same raw materials to start with Exactly, and I think one of the nice things that we always do when we make work as a company is we we feel like it's really important to sort of have the voice of the young people in it, um, and so they're always heavily involved in kind of workshopping scripts and playing with ideas. And what's lovely about this adaptation is there's this gorgeous framing device around it of this um, a bunch of um, people on a canal holiday, a big yeah. family. So we've got these four kind of grown-ups. I'm using inverted commas <laughs> for the uh, for the podcasters, um, and then. And perhaps their teenage children on a barge holiday. And um, what do you know? They they stop off to you know have a cup of tea, find some breakfast, walk into this old abandoned theatre, which is the mill. And what do you know? There's some people there to watch a show. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm really looking forward to as we explore further, playing around with what the dynamics of that family are, and uh, and and how various squabbles may arise um, and, and what the young people's take on these different characters are. We've got them playing rabbits we've got them playing weasels um, there's a lot of interesting new stuff to be found I think and um, I'm really excited about just bringing them together with these other actors and hundreds of props and seeing what we can make because um, the concept is very much kind of a bit like the rehearsal room that we're in at the moment full of all kinds of junk that we're going to repurpose into all sorts of exciting theatrical images. So I think there's going to be lots of extensive play in rehearsals. <laughs> I, I often think that that's like um, sort of one of the characteristics of a creation show. It's so difficult. People say this like, oh, it was just what we expected and wasn't what we expected. And But I think mm. one of the um, the sort of things in common is that you can see 
the kind of workings out, the it's not um, if someone's going to get there's a, there's a kind of car chase sequence in this. There won't be a little model car on the stage. It will be made from something in the in that they pick up in the kind of set and the scenery. But that seems to involve the audience. It's like you have to be in this with us because we don't have a car, so we need you. We believe that this is a car now, and we're totally seeing a car, and all our all the cast are in a car now, and so you need to kind of join in and be like. Oh, okay, I'm taking that as a car. Like that's all right. Rather than trying to sort of have the super high production values of like, oh my god, we projected a perfect car onto this thing. It's like there's some real fun in involving the audience and going, okay, well, I'm holding up this teacup, but I'm on the phone, (laughs) (laughs) making that sort of an in joke basically between the audience and the cast that they're kind of they're in it together. Absolutely, create the world. Yeah, that the show lives in poor theatre for years. (laughs) Feels, but no. you're quite right. I think one thing that we've really um, experimented with, especially over the last kind of two or three uh, Christmas shows we've done, is how much we can get the audience to engage. What different stuff can we can we do with them? How can we surprise them in different ways? And I think that's something I always get when I see a creation show as well. So it's this one of the nice ways that we kind of fit together. This always just ends up like every time we have this. Yeah, Christmas shows mostly, but other shows do where where we'll we'll watch a kind of a, you know a tech run, and then one of the notes that Lucy will give is, I think that you could like get more involved with the audience. You know, like try and sort of bring them in a bit more. Just involves with the actors drinking people's drinks. Like, as soon as they hear that, they're like, "Ding!" We've I'm certainly got someone's there. drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> but it's a really fun way to kind of and because it's. Yeah, because it has this kind of riverbank, like everywhere is, is fair game. So we've got um, a mixture of seating at the mill this year. So it's kind of some of the rate seating that you'd expect. And then there's half a dozen tables gathered around the stage, which suddenly does open up this world of like, can I sit at your table? Can I drink a drink? What's that you're reading? And kind of actually getting, like, don't be terrified of sitting on the table at the front because it's going to be really <laughs> it's a fun. good point. Those are the best seats in the house. Yeah. So don't worry. Just yeah. just put a lid on whatever you're drinking. Um, and they're quite good at reading. I always think this with the, with, I always kind of say this to the cast, like I'm always in awe of their ability to kind of, like Cinderella had loads last year and before the show and at the end of the interval, the, the cast would go out kind of five minutes before the show was due to start and just do business. It. Just yeah. like, yeah, but they're so good at sensing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just tell from someone's body language. Are they quite keen? Usually are they with a younger child who kind of wants to play? Mm. And if they're not, if they're just trying to avoid your eye, just don't go anywhere near them. I think I need to um, look at my own body language because whenever I go see theatre with my daughter, I always get picked up. And that's <laughs> happened at a lot of creation shows. too friendly, yeah. Trying to look more... <laughs> Closed like you, off. Yeah, like you're just like, don't talk to me, don't talk to me. It's a nightmare for me also because whenever I see a comedian, as soon as if you've, they've picked on you, you tell them your name's Tristan and you're just opening up. And then you tell them you're an actor or a director oh, yeah. and you're opening up an absolute can of words. <laughs> they don't even have to be nice to you anymore. <laughs> like, all bets are on. Potential disaster. Um, but let's get back to the show. Yeah, sorry. The show. <laughs> um, so it has... Um, so as so it has a kind of uh, so as well as the cast being a hybrid, it has a kind of hybrid team. So yeah. there's sort of so there's you who's a new director to creation, that, but then the the design is still being done by Ryan, our show's yeah. designer. So everyone will recognise the stripes. I was in rehearsals <laughs> earlier today with um, the youth chorus here in the Oxford show, and one of them who's been in it a couple of years now is like, "When do we get all our stripes to wear? When do we get all our stripes?" <laughs> I was like, "Still being such a smart Alec. There probably will be loads of stripes though." But yeah, so you can expect Ryan's stripy costumes, um, and we've got. 
kind of Matt's soundscape, which is which is kind of common to all creation shows, and yeah, some is kind of eerie and spooky and fun. Um, but that's kind of being implemented by a CTC. Yeah, um, that's right. Adrian, Adrian who's, who's doing some more sound design for us. Yeah, and yeah it's going to feel very immersive. The sound is going to be as beautiful as the lighting and the set. Oh gosh, I'm very excited about the set as well. It's yeah, absolutely gorgeous. It's going to be an absolute woodland dream um, and I can't wait to uh, play around with seeing what light we can throw on it and how we can make it feel like different seasons and gosh it's it's going to just be a wonderful combination of um, practical effects lighting and sound um, I mean I get very carried away with sound design anyway but Adrian and I had a meeting kind of yesterday and looked through a lot of the sound we've already got and the other stuff we want to do and there's double the amount of sound cues than <laughs> anything I've ever done. The last thing I just did was something where the, the ethos of the company was no sound or lighting. So right. uh, it's quite it's nice to go, yes, yeah. let's get out all the toys and <laughs> play with the them. All the sound and all the lights. Yeah. yeah, and it has a kind of, um, like it's a bit of a cheat, I think, for us because, because we're so, um, it's always like, what's the venue? How does the venue inform mm. the show? And, and we, you know, the most kind of heated discussions at creation are always like, well, someone's come along with this venue, but we can't just whack a Shakespeare in there because that would be lame and we don't want to do that. But mm. the, oh, it's an abandoned theatre because there's something a bit sort of dissonant with the creation kind of site specific vision of being in theatres. Yeah. But not if you make it an abandoned <laughs> theatre that they kind of stumbled upon. So then you get the joy of like, it shouldn't feel too slick. Like it's, it shouldn't feel like, oh, look, here's the Presidio March and here's the wings and all that stuff. It kind yeah. of it has that feeling of like, this could be an abandoned theatre that we've all just wandered into, mm. but it's also going to have the, you know, lovely, like you say, lovely lights on it and yeah. amazing bits of twig everywhere. Of course, but I mean, I'm saying that. I, I, I just come from that world of, I did a lot of um, kind of Brecht early on in my career and I come from, I think theatre is the medium to be creative and create and, you know, name the company. <laughs> to create as many images as you can. I, I don't want to see a car drive on stage particularly. Yeah. Um, or go see Grease if I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to see people yeah. playing with their limitations and making um, making clever choices, really. So we're going to make as many of those as we can. Um, I think the thing we're really going to try and emphasise in this production it's lovely book. It's a funny old book, really, isn't it? I think yeah. it's one of those ones that just feels so kind of in the British com- consciousness that we all feel we sort of know it, even if we haven't read and it. And everyone is so wrong about it. it. Is that yeah. one of those? So often with creation, you get a show and you're like, "Oh yeah, Jacqueline Hyde. I know about that." You d- you don't know the story. Like I didn't. I didn't yeah. know the story until we did it. And Willow's probably just because well, everyone of my generation, I think, has seen the like stop frame one that with like David Jason as Toad. Yes, yeah. We had that like taped when I was a kid. Just watched it. It's lovely, but it doesn't. Yeah, it kind of. It's the sort of children's picture book version yeah. of, the, of the actual book, which mm. is it even for children? Like, you read some of it and you're like, oh, this it's... might just be for grown-ups. Like, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. It's it's beautiful. And, I, I mean, I tried to read some bit to my daughter a couple of years ago when she was probably a bit too young for it. And I think what's interesting is... I mean, by contrast, I'm reading uh, Harry Potter now. We're on book number four. It's a big undertaking. Yes, <laughs> that's that's it. it starts to get longer from there. I know, I know. Gosh, <laughs> we're about halfway through it. But um, there's something about those books where there's it's, it's just full of incident. It's mm. kind of stuff. Pace, pace, pace. All the time, pace, yeah. pace, bang, bang, bang. Great characters, of course. Amazing yeah. world, but 
stuff happening. Yeah. And then you read sort of six pages of beautiful descriptions of rivers, which, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, amazing, I'll live in those forever. But she's, right, what's happening? Well, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you're going to do something soon. Which is fair enough, but I think what people do, if, the, if you take the time to dig into the book and find ways of bringing it to life, like lots of like that beautiful stuff from Russian and the Alan Bennett and all that kind of stuff, um, I haven't seen the one in the West End at the moment, I think best not to see that. But um, <laughs> I think what really kind of is enduring other characters and yeah they're characters that you can put on a biscuit tin and a look at yeah. <laughs> um, but actually what Gary the adapter has done really well in this um, version is is give them all a really nice kind of journey to go on they're these four kind of disparate eccentric slightly isolated slightly damaged weird <laughs> people <laughs> yeah. in a way and the story's all about friendship and looking after your friends even when they kind of act like idiots <laughs> yeah. um, and I think what this adaptation does really well is it doesn't just make it all the Toad show I mean Toad's in there he's going to be excellent you're going to have a mm. great time enjoying Toad and hoping that he never learns anything from his mistakes yeah. <laughs> because he's Secretly so much fun like rooting for him to yeah. trick Ratty and make his escape <laughs> exactly but you also get just wonderful and I know with the actors we've cast you're going to get really wonderful interesting characterizations. um uh, from from the mole and rat and badger is a fascinating chap as well. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he becomes in rehearsals. So I think it's beautifully adapted, and the adaptation has movement to it, and uh, and, it, and it has got pace, and it's got some weird incongruous moments that you'd expect from creation and indeed from CTC shows. So um, I think there's really going to be something for everyone in this, and I think you're going to go away just really loving these characters and feeling like they've been well served if you are someone who, who does know about the book and appreciates yeah. it. For dedicated to your like mm. Mole and Matty duo. That's yeah. a really that's a really nice bit it's of the show. Beautiful duo. And we've gender flipped them because why should it all be mm. blokes? It's absolute nonsense. And um, I think it's going to be a very nice friendship between two women, I say, although they're animals. <laughs> yeah, animals. although does it matter? <laughs> Is it just a mole? Who knows? Yeah. Well, they're like, I can hear them like stomping away behind us doing their dance call so you should probably go and see what they've go made see what's going see on see what they've got this up to this is the fun part where I just get to sit back and watch go, other people mm, yes well done things. you're very sweaty I, I appreciate your efforts <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> that's what they've been doing um, alright well like we say I should know how many weeks but some weeks some the beginning weeks. of December yeah. um, 8th we'll, of December we'll get we'll those tickets booked mm. um, yeah we'll, we'll see you then thanks very much Tristan thank you for listening to the creation theater podcast you can find more episodes and all the latest creation news at creationtheatre.co.uk. Mm-hmm.